Hey there, it's Susan Bradley, and you are on the roadmap to 50K. Now, if you are like me, you can get the day-to-day work done, you can juggle it all, but you really struggle when it comes to adding in a project. You know, a project that will really level up your business? That's where it's super hard to find the time, and when you start it, you really risk not finishing it. And so I'm going to share with you in this episode what happened to me recently and then how I was able to get more work done in less time and actually feel like, you know, I was kind of in control of things. So buckle up. This is a good one. It's a strategy that you can use too, and I can't wait to share it with you. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast-track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So, buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am so happy to bring you my tricky little secret all about how you can get more done in less time. And I gotta tell you, the only reason I'm sharing this is because it worked for me. So super good because you know we all have so much to do and we don't have enough time to get it done. And I really wanna share this with you because as e-commerce store owners, I think we can fill a day like nobody's business, right? We can get our business or ourselves so busy and so overscheduled that we're actually working at night, we're working before we go to work, we're always thinking about work, we're just busy, busy, busy. And the problem that we have, and, and I'm sure it's most of us, is that when you have a special project, so you, you know, our work takes up a lot of our time, but if you have a special project, like say you wanna do a theme update on your website, or you wanna actually overhaul your website, or you wanna make some major changes to product collections, or, or you're changing email service providers, you know, you're finally changing to Klaviyo because you heard me say it so many times, or uh, you're developing a new product line. Like that's actually one of the things that I'm noticing with the doggo is every time I want to, to uh, make new socks, it takes a huge chunk of my time that I really marginalize. Like I don't think about this time that it's taking, but it's there. And so this project just goes on and on forever. Or if uh, if you're like some of our inner circle members, if you have training that you want to get done or you want to learn something, finding the time to do big extra projects, things that aren't part of your daily work, finding that time is is really hard. It's really tough for us. And so I want to tell you a little bit about how I feel uh, myself about this because probably it looks some well, it mostly looks like I have my, my act together, but really here's how I have been feeling about myself and my ability to get uh, things done and uh, you know my use of time. And I've felt like this for a long time. And it's this conversation I have in my head all the time. And I, I will say to myself, you know, I cannot figure out whether I just waste a lot of time or whether I'm slow, like I work slowly, or whether I have a really uh, unrealistic expectation of what I can get done. 
But what I know is that as soon as I'm, uh, as soon as I want to get something extra done, more than what I fill my days with, because I can fill my day, it's always really stressful for me. And I, I almost feel like I'm going to fail before I start, that I'm just setting myself up for failure, or I'm going to start a project that's going to take like just for a year, like that, like I actually have paperwork sitting on my desk, if I'm being honest that I started a project a year ago, it's still sitting there with a binder clip, has not been resolved. And it's stupid. It's the only one that's uh, being affected by it really is me. But it makes me feel, it brings me right back to that, why can't I get things done? And I'm really sharing this with you because this past fall, I I had a, a couple of big projects, but one project in particular that I wanted to get done that was a, it was a massive project and it was a re, kind of revamping the inner circle classroom. You know, the inner circle has been, uh, it's been around since 2017. So at the end of 2020, there was a lot of things I wanted to change and improve in the classroom. And of course, it's not just me. Like I actually don't do a lot of that work. I have to have the vision for it, but there's a lot of moving parts to it. And I wanted to get it done by the end of the year. And of course, October rolled around and I hadn't even started. And that's when I I actually connected uh, with my secret weapon, who's here uh, just kind of uh, smiling at me. And I, I said to my friend, Krista Williamson, who has, uh, she's had two bricks and mortar stores for about 15 years. She also has uh, had a, a great online business, which she sold recently and has become a coach for people like me, <laughs> people who have a business. So I said to her, hey, <laughs> I'm really stressed. Can you just have a chat with me about how on earth I'm going to get all this done? Because I don't know, like if I can't get this done now, I don't know when I can get it done because the first few months of the year are crazy busy for me. And so I want to just take you back to that. That's where I was in early October of 2020. I had two major projects, but the classroom is the one we're talking about today. And I want to, uh, I want to say hi, Krista. Say hi to everyone. Hello. Thank you for having me. And I want you to share, uh, and I know you, you'll do it in your own special way. And you, I, you feel free to share all the barriers I faced. There's, I'm an open book here, but I want you to share how we got there because I actually finished this project before the end of the year. You did. Yeah. yeah you did. Quite a bit before. And it was so empowering. Like I felt, I felt like, oh, maybe I could do way more than I think I could do or that I've been telling myself I could do. So I'm going to stop talking and I want you to just uh, kind of uh, walk people through the process and we can talk about e-commerce and my specific issues. But it's so interesting when you start sharing some of the stuff that you have to do to get these things done. It's common sense, but not the kind of common sense most of us have. So go. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to start at a high level because, you know, something that I always sort of took for granted and thought that everyone did, I've since learned that not everyone does it. And um, people will say to me, so what is it you do to help people when, when they have these projects? And I'll say, well, in a, you know, in a nutshell, I teach how to get things done. And that's through things like time management, productivity, and goal success. And really, it's just a simple strategy with 
with a simple system with tactical strategies. That's really what I do. And so when you came to me and you said, I have this big project and you were not going to lie, you were kind of freaking out because, yeah. well, like really it wasn't the only thing that you had to do. No, it was on top of the 5 million other things I do. Yeah. And, and I have this, uh, you know, this feeling like I'm so unorganized, like who am I to think I'm going to get this done? It was that. Yeah. You know, and I think the big thing is that's how most people feel. Most people have reasons why they can't get something done. And like you said, it, you got to October and you were like, I need to have this done. And you had all these thoughts, right? You were like, I, I don't want to take on too much. I don't want to set myself up. You know, I have no time. I'm disorganized. Like there were just all the things. And so what I said to you is, I think that we can just look at this at a high level and break it down. And, uh, and that's really what we did. So how about I just sort of cover the top things that we did? Yeah. Yeah. So it was really, was it eight weeks? I think it, I feel like it was, was longer. Oh, I it was 10 weeks. <laughs> 10 weeks. I thought it was 10 weeks. Okay. But what's amazing, just like, a, you know, a little spoiler was, like you said, not only did you finish early, but you actually did a few other things that you thought you were going to have to push off until Q1. Yeah. I know. So that's what's great. And now, what we did for you is a little bit different than what I do for some other people that I work with, because you sort of came to the table knowing what you wanted to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people that I work with, um, they're not even there yet. They have like a like a book or a list or notes everywhere of all these things they want to do because they see something shiny or it's exciting, but they're just so busy like you talk about. Hmm. They don't even organize or figure out what first or what can I do that I won't have to do all these other things. And so that's kind of where I start with a lot of my clients. But with you, you already knew. You knew what you had to get done. So the first thing we did was we committed to weekly meetings. Yes, we did. And it was really early. And so painful. And and so in, in case some of you don't know, my friend Susan does not love the details. Mm-mm. She is a visionary. Whenever I'm having sort of a problem figuring out where I want to go with something or I feel like something's missing, I it's Susan I go to. And I'll say to her, what am I missing? What am I not seeing? Because I see the details. And so uh, for Susan, committing to weekly meetings and really nailing this stuff and you know looking at all the pieces she was a little itchy. So we committed. So Monday mornings, uh, bright and early, this is what we did. And so um, the first thing we did was we focused and we decided what on her list was her number one thing that she wanted to get done. And we set a goal. So a measurable goal with the timeline, uh, you know, and it was really specific. What was the outcome going to be? Uh, So then, um, we realized she had all this other regular work to do. We needed to put a system in place. And so we took the time to write out everything that needed to happen. Uh, We did. Yeah. Painful. So painful for some people, but for other people, you know, this is something that they get so caught in the details. They sometimes don't ever um, kick off the project because they, they can't do the other stuff. So for you, we sat down and we wrote out everything that had to happen and we got really specific with the steps, the details, the who, the what, the when, the how. Who's doing it? When is it got to be done by? And then how do I have to remind them that it's due by a certain date? Like it was crazy because before um, when I would, 
put things on my list of things to do, it would be broad strokes only. And so it would be like, uh, talk to Sherry about redoing the classroom. <laughs> yeah. And I actually have a note here. So I made a few little notes and in brackets, I have Susan did not like this part. I did not. But what was I to dodge it in the worst way too? Yeah, for sure. Because it's just, it's just not what you enjoy. And, um, but it's so important. The planning part of the process, I always say, it's like, if you have this big road trip, if you don't map it out and know the roads you have to take and where you're going to stay, then you're never going to get to where you need to go. This is no different. Or can I just interrupt? Or the experience is going to be awful for everybody else. And I think I have done that lots of times. And I'm sure there's lots of people that can relate to that for yeah. sure. So once you made all the details and we figured out all the steps and who was going to look after what and uh, what they were going to do, when it was going to happen and how they were going to do it, we wrote all that down. Yeah. We didn't just talk about it. We wrote it all down. And then Susan looked at what she was going to be responsible for and she calendared it. So she put it on her calendar. How much time do I need to do this? Yeah. This is what we did in our That was a light bulb moment right there, Krista. How much time do we need? Because I would just think about it. And because I put it on my list, I would consider it almost already done without saying, well, how long does that really take? Like, what are the steps I have to do? And I put, I block off an hour and like, and I didn't get even a quarter of it done. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I showed you how to calendar it as an outcome. So what needs to be, what you need to have created or completed out of the, at the end of that time block. So get really specific. And the part that most people miss when we first start doing this is they don't calendar the prep and they don't calendar the follow-up. Yes. So you can probably think of some examples of that where you want to be able to sit, get it out of your head, get it onto your calendar or off your list and on your calendar yep. and do the work at that time. But they forget that maybe there's some information they need to gather in order to do that work. So as we're planning it, we figure that out and we put those steps, like maybe it's to send an email, you know, maybe it's to do a little research on something, collect some stats, that kind of stuff, get it on your calendar and then follow up. You know, who do I need to send this to? Even things like checking on stuff. That was something that you didn't do. You'd hand it off from your list of work other people were going to do. And I'd say, well, did you follow up? Like you'd say, well, I don't have it. It's not that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't follow up. No. And then no, you'd so, say, you know, put it on your calendar to follow up on Friday. Yeah, so you're not chasing people around. So you don't sit down to work and you go, I don't have what I need. And the other thing you already touched on it is this get real concept. I talk about how much actual time I have to do the work. So you talked about this at the end, you know, you, you realized that you were wanting to do all this stuff and there literally weren't enough hours in the day. So that's when you had to get real with yourself and say, what is going to take me to where I want to go? Yeah, what? And then move the needle. Yeah. What's aligned with my goals? What can I hand off to other people? What can I just not do? Yeah. That was the other thing. Uh, and the other thing you talked about was how you realized before you were probably spending a lot of time doing things like wasting time, yes. spinning, things like that. 
uh, collecting information, thinking about what did that keyword mean when I wasn't specific on my calendar. So uh, that was really, that was it. And we met every single week and we went through your list for the week and we got it on your calendar. And of course we talked about, we problem solved and talked through things, but it really just kept you focused and you realized how quickly, how much time you did have for other things. Yeah, I felt uh, so. So when we went, we're going through the process, particularly, and I, th- I feel like I've s- slid back a little bit, quite frankly. But when we were going through the process, I felt powerful. And, um, and, and just in full disclosure for everyone, when we started this process, I was convinced that in order to get the classroom redone, like I don't do any of the technical part, uh, I was going to need to hire someone else to take this project over. And then when you and I talked on that first call and we broke it all down and uh, and like what had to happen and kind of parsed it out. And I then I had a conversation with Sherry about it, who's already really, really busy. And she said, OK, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and I was like, what? You can you can. And and I think it was it was a matter and I, it's a hard lesson for me to learn. And I've been learning it for years slowly. But just planning and giving her just an exact list and being clear, like the clarity on what was to do, eliminate a lot of spinning for her about guessing what I want, asking me 20 questions and all those things. And so what I thought we would have to hire an additional person for turned into not. And so the solution for me was on those Mondays that you um, you talked to me and I you know figured out the work for the week. The next day on the Tuesday, I actually had a meeting with the, whoever was involved with getting that classroom done. I had a meeting scheduled every Tuesday to to like for everybody to check in, give them the next week's work. And then as we went through the weeks, you had me even checking in with them on the Friday to make sure they would be ready for the Tuesday. And it was just like I, I was I was absolutely floored at how smoothly it went and how uh, how powerful I felt. Like I felt like I was in control and many times I don't. So, so, well, so- I think the big difference is a lot of people will talk about that and what they come to realize is that they are in control. They're in control yes. of themselves. Yes. Right? <laughs> They're in control. They're leading their team. They're leading the project and it makes such a difference. And that's why this works. And people will say to me, well, that's just not how I do things, or I'm not a planner. Or yes, that's- I will say those things. Mm-hmm. Yes. But this works because you're, you know, you're planning ahead, and you're um, you're removing all those decisions that have to happen in the moment. And when you get all that stuff out of your head, and you make a plan, and you put it on your calendar, you don't have sticky notes and lists, and and suddenly your brain, like the the mental real estate, yes, is huge. Yes. That would be one of the really big wins for me, Krista, was I realized that I had been spending a lot of time thinking, okay, what is it I'm supposed to do? I can't remember, but I know there's something. It's in one of my notebooks. Which one of my notebooks is it in? What what day did I write that? And so once it was on my calendar, I stopped wasting time wondering what the heck I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, it eliminates all that noise. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about 
so that's my sad, sad sack story, but I'm so happy that we did it. And so now when I think about what I have on my calendar to like the big rocks that I want to accomplish this year, I have a strategy to do that. So that's great. But let's talk about, say, the e-commerce store owner that doesn't have a team, but still has a project. They either want to make a big change on their website or they, you know, there's training they want to implement. How does that person, team of one, get themselves in the right place to do this? Yeah, you know, I think the e-commerce people, and I understand that, of course, because of my background, they have lots to do. They have lots of distractions. They have family and customers, and some of them have employees. But what I think it's really important to remember is everyone has the same amount of time. Yeah. And we all want to make excuses. Uh, And I always say you can make excuses or you can make results. This is something that you get to control. And so the key things that you know, they could do now to get a project. Yeah. What are the number one? Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. Number one, pick one key thing, a quarter, right? Quarter. That idea of small steps uh, over time, create big results. So it's just pick one thing each quarter at the end of the year, you'll have four things done. So that's like, get rid of your giant list and say, okay, what do I want to achieve for this quarter and not worrying about the other stuff that you're doing. Commit and focus on that one thing. The second thing is plan your work in advance. And that is key. So weekly do your download, like your, all the to-dos prioritize it, get it on your calendar and stick to it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's easy. It's a simple process, but it does take some practice to get used to it. So don't, you know, just do that. And the third thing is progress over perfection. So give yourself enough time and then get it done and good enough. Some people call it B minus work. That's just fine. Just get it done. And then you can always go back yeah. and make another project and go deeper. Yeah. Because really, uh, especially when it's an, a new project for an e-commerce store owner, you know, there's not a lot of sense spending ages and ages creating a brand new thing, like a brand new website or a brand new, uh, you know, product line without testing some stuff first. And so it really makes sense to get something out there, see what people, how people react to it, what the results are, and then invest the time when you know what's going to work. But I think the big the big takeaway for me. So you're saying uh, first is just like eliminate all the all the things and think about one thing per quarter that will really move the needle, and then you said figure out what it is that has to happen. Yeah, plan. So pick one key thing a quarter. Plan your work in advance, yep. and then remember progress over yeah. perfection. Yeah, and so the one uh, tip I would give people, where it was the real biggie for me, was what you said about outcomes. So don't don't use broad strokes. Don't say uh, change product pages. <laughs> Because when you get to that spot, you're going to change, you can't even remember what you wanted to do. And so I love that. And it took a few weeks for me to get it, that you, it was like, no, no, no. What are you going to do? Like, exactly what are you going to do? And then I, that's when I realized, hey, this, whatever this task was that I wanted to get done in that hour, it, it isn't even possible. 
So, right. right. I'm only going to do two things and it's going to take me all week to finish that task in different times. And so I think that was a, a real eye opener for people is to really think about not just the what you want to get done, but what it takes to get it done. What are the actions you have to take and how long do those actions take? That was a huge eye opener for me. It's just getting real with yourself. How much getting time? Real. Is, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, listen, thank you so much for that. Uh, I'm, I'm just totally excited to, uh, uh, for those of you that don't know, I've, Krista's working with us in our reliable revenue program this year. And she's actually helping all of our students parse out their time and the, uh, you know, the training week by week so that they can, cause it's a big project so they can get it done. But I thought it was so valuable, this skill that I wish I had learned a long, long time ago that I wanted to share it here on the podcast, because if it's one thing I hear time after time, after time again, it's that I don't have enough time. It's the thing. Thank you so much, Susan. I'm so excited. Yeah. So listen, gang, where can everybody find you, Krista? Where can they see? Well, probably the easiest place is just on Instagram. It's just my name, Krista C. Williamson. And you have lots of tips, right? Because I get your emails, actually. Yeah. So sign up uh, to get emails from Krista. You'll get lots of tips. But it certainly is, you know, when I realized how much time I actually do have, it was a huge eye opener. So go check out Krista's Instagram. If you have any questions, you can ask her there. And I'm going to see you all next week. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.